animals have taught me so much about energy and how everything we do and everything we are and how everything, period, is made up of just that, energy. Ever since I was young, I remember seeing energy in the air. I would sit in church as a small child and I would see this energy behind the minister up where the cross would sit on the tall cathedral wall. When a car would drive by, I would see the car and then I would see this energy follow it. And little did I know that was the car's energy and it was really, really neat to witness. When I move my hand in the air to and fro, I can see the energy that follows it and it makes so much sense to me why I've been able to find my way through life in the strongest way using energy. So going back to the animals and how they've taught me that everything is energy, I'm really eager to share this episode with you because it takes this further and it delves deep into what's called our life force energy. And that's the part of us that gives us prana or the breath of life. Many animals, they're very present in their body and as they are, their spirit and soul brings forward much wisdom and guidance and because they're so connected with their body, they're able to live their purpose with great ease. And when I see them do this, it seems so easy to them. It comes so naturally for them. And I always wonder like, why can't it be the same for us? Well, it can. We just need to come back to being present within this body that we have chosen to come here and experience life in. For when we can connect with that life force energy, the breath of life, we unite with what our full and perfect being is. Now this sounds pretty deep, doesn't it? So what the heck does this all mean? Well, this episode shares more of my personal story and how I've been able to receive an upgrade, if you will, and a refilling of the life force energy that we all require to live our best purpose. So come with me as we journey into learning where the entrance is for our body's supply of universal life force energy, and to understand how to transfer this energy into our physical world by being present in our physical body. And to help you with this, I'll teach you a specific energy technique for personal presence so you can feel calm, relaxed, clear, and focused with plenty of time and energy to make your life force energy stronger and your purpose for being here a reality. The door is open and I'm walking through it. Are you coming with me? Let's go. Hi everybody, it's Mary Beth Haynes and I'm the gal who speaks with animals and the host of the Awaken with Animals podcast. Awaken with Animals is a collection of inspiring channelings from the animals themselves and messages of guidance from them, those that we call our friends. Anything from the journey of healing to the celebrations of life, there's an animal who has a story to tell, a lesson to teach us, and a gift to provide to us all. This podcast promises to bring you uplifting inspiration and divine loving guidance. So be prepared to be amazed at just how profoundly deep an animal's message can be, why they are here to assist humanity, and to learn just how many blessings they have to share with you. It is my heart's intention that as we awaken with animals, we will activate a deeper and meaningful life. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome back to the Awaken with Animals podcast. Welcome back to an opportunity to activate a deeper and meaningful life with animals. Why they've come here, what they've come here to teach us, and so much more. I wanted to give you an update on how things have been going. And if you've listened to the last couple of episodes, you've been following along this journey that I have somehow manifested uh, into being through many different ways. And uh, if you've been following this journey, thank you for for coming along and, and learning with me as I as I move through this. I also want to let you know that things have gotten so much better and I've been able to do some research 
And I thought that, and, and I feel the inspiration for this particular time together to share some more. So it's kind of like it all, it all continues, right? So each episode and, and every time that, that there is a topic of something that I'm speaking on, whether I'm, I'm referring to my own personal experience with it or perhaps an experience that I've had through communication with animals or an animal's message or a lesson or things like that, they all seem to tie in together. And so in the last couple of episodes, you know, it was kind of like things came crumbling down (laughs) and then I had to kind of build back up. And then it's like, now I'm at the building back up stage and it's moving forward. And I've just been learning so much, so much. And so I wanted to share a couple things with you. And first of all, I have um, a celebration to share. And it's really neat because the hosting platform of this particular episode used to be with one particular host and then I just changed it towards the end of the year last year to another host and so where this where the hosting platform is it's really kind of neat because they give you uh, stats and, and they tell you where your listeners are coming from so they don't tell me who you are they just tell me where your location is and things like that and so it's really neat how the other hosting platform and then this particular platform has been uh, able to to share with me just kind of how far a reach I'm having with this podcast and when I say I I don't mean me it's me and it's my reach what I mean is the energy the vibration the intention that comes forward with each each and every episode to be able to reach out to to those of us who are wanting to be a part of this, who are ready to awaken with animals, who understand that there's a bigger picture to our time here on earth together, human, animal, and all of the things that we've come here to learn and do and grow and and, and the lessons and, and evolve and all of the, the changes and and the celebrations and the triumphs and all of that. And I've always set the intention and asked the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light to be a part of each and every episode and to also, you know, set that intention that this reach, whoever, whomever is ready or wishing to receive the frequency and vibration. So in saying that, the stats that I've been getting from these two hosting platforms is really cool because I'm in Canada and the the most part of of my listeners here of this of this of these episodes in this podcast are from Canada and the United States and then it branches out into Germany uh, the Philippines it's even gone as far as New Zealand and so I'm really grateful for that. Um, it's gone to France and I'm just very, very grateful because there's always been a part of me that, that part of my soul ever since a small, small child that never knew what she wanted to do when she grew up, never knew what her purpose was, was searching and searching and trying to figure things out. And then now that this this little girl got bigger and is now an adult, I'm still trying to figure those things out. However, a lot more clarity has come through. I do know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing now. It's, it's being this conduit to be able to share an animal's message, to be able to share their wisdom, their guidance. And it may sound like I'm putting them on a pedestal, and I'm not. Um, it's, it's more of animals have come here as a soul in animal form. And they've come here to share many things, just like we as humans have. I look at us as equals. And I look at each and every one of us as making a difference in our own unique ways. So when it comes to sharing an animal's message and sharing everything that comes forward on these episodes, it's just such a joy to know that, you know, the frequency and the vibration and the messages are being reached outside of where I live. So outside of Canada. So, you know, as far as New Zealand, right? And so we're looking at mostly North America, we're looking at Europe, and we're looking at Asia for all the different, um, 
geographical areas that Awaken with Animals is reaching. And for that, I'm truly, truly grateful. So I really want to celebrate that. Um, And thank you for being a part of this. Like if you're listening to this right now, just thank you for being here. (laughs) Gratitude is something that I tend to overpour out with because I am truly grateful. And so as we continue forward there's there's a few things that have come forward that i really want to share with you during this time together and it's really interesting it's it's something that i find absolutely fascinating so when we go back in time to the end of last year um towards the end of december i was starting well even before that it was something was starting to shift in me something was starting to change um some of it i listened to it some of it i didn't listen to and it got to the point where i became very sick i lost my voice um i got through that thinking that okay great i've cleared that everything's good i'm looking for things from a new perspective and then all of a sudden i ended up getting sick again but not in a virus way or a respiratory way i ended up getting um Uh, in disharmony with my body and its systems and all of that and I won't go into detail the last two episodes explain everything of what had happened and how severe that it was but I wanted to share with you that the main area of my body that seemed to be kind of the nucleus of affecting everything else was at the base of my skull where my spine meets meets kind of like the the brain stem right and so it would swell causing things like nausea vomiting headaches dizziness it caused uh extreme pain and swelling and it actually affected my nervous system because of how like I wasn't able to walk, I wasn't able to eat. It, it was just very, very strange. And it's it's like the feeling of whiplash times a million. <laughs> so if you've ever had whiplash, it's, it was kind of like whiplash on steroids. And I've had whiplash in the past. So I originally thought, you know, this is kind of a a reintroduction of it again something something's coming forward in this way that needed to be healed and i'm not saying that that's not a part of that however there's some really interesting things that have come forward that i thought might be pretty cool to share with you so there's something that we have it's called the vagus nerve um and i'm not trained in this or anything like that so it's kind of hard for me to explain from that perspective but I found that over the last couple of years if I felt sick to my stomach uh, if I didn't get on the ground I would actually faint and it happened twice to me where I got I was getting sick to my stomach not knowing why not understanding what was happening. I would get sick to my stomach and then all of a sudden my husband would hear a huge thud. Um, And it happened twice. And it always, the the two times it happened, it happened at like two or three in the morning. And it's just very, very odd, very, very interesting kind of how all this would come together. The first time I fainted, I actually hit my head pretty bad. And so I ended up having to go to the hospital because at the time there was a lot of blood that was coming up. But really what happened was I had hit my head and because I had also hit my, my, my nose, um, it started bleeding. Therefore, the nose is connected to the throat and therefore it seemed like blood was coming up, but really it was just coming down from where I'd hit my head. But anyways, I digress. Um, But it was kind of like each time I fell and fainted, it's like, it was just very strange and I couldn't figure it out. And then all this stuff with the the swelling at the, at the, um, base of the skull where the where the spine meets i've kind of looked into some different things and learned some different things so 
When I was talking about the vagus nerve, it's also known as vagal nerves, and I'm reading this, I got this off the internet from my research. Uh, the vagus nerve, also known as the vagal nerves, are the main nerves of your parasympathetic nervous system. So parasympathetic, the parasympathetic nervous system is a network of nerves that relaxes your body after periods of stress or danger. So when we are going into that healing mode, when we're going into that relaxation mode, when we're in that state of relaxation, uh, that rest and repair, that's that parasympathetic state. And so going back to the vagus nerve, it is... Um, part of the main nerves of our parasympathetic nervous system. And so this system controls, you know, really specific body functions, such as, you know, our digestion, our heart rate, our immune system, um, all of these things that we can't consciously control. They, they, you know, our nervous system, our digestive system, our immune system, they just kind of work on their own, right? We can control them by supporting them in different ways, but they just they they are systems in our body that work on our own, on their own. So when we talk about the vagus nerve, every time that I would faint, the vagus nerve would become involved and it just became overloaded and boof, out I'd go. So I was talking with a colleague of mine a couple of weeks ago, and she's turned out to be a really good friend. And I was telling her about this space and the spot in my head and how it seems to be the nucleus for all of this. And so we were just chatting. We were just talking about different things. And then in another conversation that I had with her after that, she said to me, Mary Beth, have you heard of the medulla oblongata? And I said, the medulla, huh? <laughs> what? What do you mean? She said, the medulla oblongata. And so... I said, no, I haven't. And she says, well, there's this there's this part of our body and how we're made up. And she doesn't, I mean, she's not a doctor or anything like that, but she just said that she learned that um, there's this space and she explained to me where it was in our body. And guess where the medulla oblongata is? It's in the exact location where I was, where I'm having all of these issues, where my spinal column meets the brainstem at the skull, at the base of the skull. So I looked it up. So your medulla oblongata, and I'm reading this, is a part of your brainstem, which connects your brain to your spinal cord. That makes your medulla a major connection point in your nervous system. It also manages many of the most important functions of your body. So it's a pretty important part of us, right? The medulla oblongata. And when I asked her a little bit more about it, she has trained with a yogi for many, many years. And she was telling me about how her yogi taught her about the medulla oblongata and how it's also known as, um, let me just pull it up here. I want to make sure I do this correctly. It's, uh, say it correctly for you. It's also known as the mouth of God. And so when I say God here, I, I want to respect everybody's beliefs, uh, feelings. Uh, some people resonate with the word God, other people don't. And so I resonate with the word God. I use the word God a lot. I believe in a higher power. I believe in the universe and source energy. I believe in all of that. And so I will be using the word God and welcome you, if you're not comfortable with it, to replace it with what you feel is in that that high power, that source energy um, that might that might be most comfortable for you. So because the medulla oblongata has also referred to as the mouth of God, I'm going to use that word God because it does resonate with me. And so this particular yogi, and then I looked it up again uh, to see what others say about it. And I found, and I'm reading this, yogis say that the medulla oblongata at the top of the neck where it meets the skull is the seat of ego in the body. 
It is the negative pole of consciousness of the higher self. The positive pole is located at the point between the eyebrows. So that would be kind of our third eye location. And then the scent, um, and then, uh, sorry, let me back up. The positive pole is located at the point between the eyebrows, the center of higher expression of self-consciousness. And it says that the, the medulla is the principal entrance for the body supply of universal creative principle or otherwise known as our life force. So when all of this stuff was happening to me in these last couple of months, when I wasn't, so if we look at it from a physical kind of biological perspective. The medulla oblongata, it's part of our brainstem. It attaches our our brain to our spinal cord. It's, it's a connection point to our nervous system. And so when I wasn't able to walk or when my nervous system was on overload and I wasn't able to, you know, eat and, and my, my digestive system was just, you know, being very sick and ill and throwing up and all that kind of stuff, it makes sense how the medulla oblongata would affect my body physically in that way. If it was actually swelling, because that's where swelling was, I can't say if it was the medulla swelling itself, but the swelling was happening right at that point where the medulla is located. And when when all of that was happening, it makes a lot of sense why it would affect my nervous system so severely and why it did it in the way that it did. Now let's look at from a more spiritual standpoint. The medulla oblongata is that um, that that energy of what has been called the mouth of God. So I'm going to read some information that I found online to you to share a little bit more about this. Again, I find this fascinating. What this all means, I don't know yet, but I really feel like I'm learning more about what had happened and what I experienced and how I'm healing from that in a way that's starting to make more sense to me. So let me read this to you. So the medulla is the original source of intake of life court, of life force as it comes from God. The medulla is the mouth of God because that is where God breathes the life force into you. To consciously experience this truth is to realize the eternal link between the human and divine and the oneness of the self with the creator. So the ninth chakra has been referred to as the mouth of God, and its opening is exactly at the back of the neck where the skull lays on top of the spine. It connects to the medulla oblongata and the reticular formation of the brain and spinal cord, as well as the silver cord in the crown that connects to the threefold founder flame. This area esoterically has been called the golden chalice for it is the occipital cup that holds the cosmic intelligence or wisdom. It is a literal brain rewiring or spiritual body activation in order to hold and be receptive to the golden chalice of universal knowledge, which is transmitted through the silver cord in the crown once kundalini activation has taken place. So the structure at the base of the spine, which is the top of the spinal cord, is the principal point of entry of life force or prana into the body. It is the seat of the sixth cerebrospinal center, whose function is to receive and direct the incoming flow of cosmic energy. The life force is stored in the seventh center in the topmost part of the brain. From that reservoir, it is distributed throughout the body. The subtle center at the medulla is the main switch that controls the entrance, storage, and distribution of the life force. It is the center of all the centers of life. It is the one center through which the life force enters the body. All other centers, heart, brain, and centers of the spine, such as cervical, dorsal, lumbar, sacral, and the coxgeal, are but minor centers receiving the life force through the medulla and acting merely as distribution centers. So what does all this mean? (laughs) Well, what's coming forward to me 
is that when I was going through that time and being very ill and and not well, I really felt like I hardly had any life force. I really felt like it was hard for me. It was almost like I was zoning in and out, right? I was zoning in and out and I was I was I was going back to childhood and I was having traumatic memories resurface for me and it was like I was reliving them every time this area near the medulla oblongata was swelling in my in my my brain in my neck in my spinal column and I felt like my life force was was not gone because I still felt here and present but I felt like it was diminishing it was depleting and it was so scary but very interesting when I was able to witness my husband Troy bless him he would bring me um to that, to that remembrance, he would say, remember to breathe and try your best to witness what is happening. And when I got to that aspect where I could actually witness, I was able to view what was happening and kind of work with it from, from a different perspective. So it's kind of like I had to kind of step out of it to be able to see it from that different angle. learning that this area that that seems to be that nucleus of everything that would happen from that and learning the function of the medulla oblongata and then learning the on a physical level and then learning the spiritual aspect of how that is the opening where we receive that intake of life force from our creator, from God, etc. And it's just so interesting how it's almost like I feel like I'm uh, trying to make sense of this, like to put it into words without sounding a little cray cray here. <laughs> it feels like there has been a rebirth, like I re. Um, a breathing in of a new life force to be able to assist and support me in being able to to uh, I don't know if the word is upgrade or strengthen or be able to to come from a new level and it just fascinates me I um wanted to share also with all of this so we've got we've got the medulla oblongata, we know what its purpose is on the physical level. We know that the medulla oblongata from a spiritual level is known as that original source of intake of life force, right? That comes from God, our creator. Uh, it's the space where God breathes the life force into us, right? Where we get that from. And how when I was very, very ill, it really felt like that life force was very, very low. And when I was able to witness it and, and kind of move through it and then get to the point where I am right here, right now, I really feel like there's that rebirth, that, that, that newness of a new energy of life force coming through into this body of mine that I am in, that I inhabit. And this brings me to something that I really feel because again, with these episodes, it's it's called Awaken with Animals. It's activating a deeper and meaningful life. And I really feel like this experience has, has helped me to activate a deeper and meaningful life. So I really, um, I, I always invite the collective animal energy, animal spirit with the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light to join me on all of these episodes. And I really feel that their energy uh, has come forward stronger now in just reaffirming that uh, there is a newness to the energies that we are working through um, on earth, in this world, at this time. And 
it's like they're telling me I needed to release what was ready to be released so that it could be rebirthed into this new life force energy. And I'm still integrating that, if that makes sense. One of the things that the animals are bringing forward right now is the topic of um, being present, but not, not, not being present here and now, but being present in our body. And they're sharing about how when we can be present in our body, we can then live or, or, or not live, um, become our best selves, our, our best purpose of why we're here. They're sharing that when we become present in our body, they're actually saying that there is so many of us that aren't present in our body. So we may live our lives, we may go through day-to-day stuff, we may be able to, to do that normally, but the question I'm, being, I'm, I'm hearing is, how many times, though, are you fully present while doing, with doing all of that inside the body, inside the vessel, inside that vehicle in which you live and breathe? Um, they're really bringing forward this physical aspect. And it's really interesting because I actually have been um, following, there's a gentleman named Jeffrey Allen, and he works um, through Mind Valley. And there's a, a course that he teaches, it's called Duality. And uh, I've been working through this because he has 20 minute videos. And so it's, I can sit and watch these 20 minute videos, they're short videos at a time. And as I've been listening to this, he, he's teaching me how to become fully present in my body. And it's really made me realize that for the majority of my life, I have not been in my body. I've been outside my body. No wonder it's so easy for me to connect outwards, to connect with, with source, to, with spirit, with animal energy, with all of that, because it's so easy for me to leave my body and go, <laughs> right, to, to, to go to that 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 space that's out there that's peaceful that's beautiful and then when i when i felt like coming back to my body it just felt very heavy and dense and it just didn't feel well so my preference was always to be out there and not in my body does it do you ever feel that way have you ever done something where you've gone you've done a meditation or you've had this really amazing dream that that felt very real to you where you actually traveled somewhere else so you were outside of your body and and how light it felt and how interesting it was well it's kind of the the same thing of what I'm talking about now it's like having that presence outside like having your presence outside of your body and not being contained within your body and what I've really learned from that is, although it may feel good to be out there and not in the body, it is so important for us to be in our bodies. It's so important because when we become um, in our bodies, we can become more present. We can connect and communicate with animals even more. We can connect and communicate with the different energies that that are here to support us. We need to be fully present in our body. We need to be grounded. We need to be fully in our body. And for, I don't know how many years of my life, I have not been fully present in my body. And now that I'm learning how to do that, in fact, Jeffrey Allen teaches how we can connect in with the earth and how we can call back all those parts and pieces of us that are elsewhere. Call them all back and fill our body up with the spirit of who we are. Bring our soul and our spirit to fully fill our physical bodies. And when we do this, we become anchored. We become grounded. We become clear. We become focused. And when we do that, we begin to understand things on a new level. We begin to connect to the divine and divinity much easier because we are anchored. 
We are not scattered everywhere. We are full and complete as one, as the one that we are. Does this make sense? And when we can ground and anchor into our bodies fully, we are able to have and see and do so much more. I don't know if you've noticed a difference in my voice. I feel like I'm talking more clear, more focused, because as I was talking about what Jeffrey Allen has been teaching me through these videos, I've now re-anchored myself and made sure that, wait a minute, am I fully in my body? Am I fully here? And when we can do this, we will find that our health improves, that our connection to, you know, if, if, if you're a massage therapist, if you're a medium, if you are a animal communicator, if you work in, I don't know if you work with numbers, maybe you're an accountant or maybe you work on a computer or maybe you, you know, no matter what it is, you will have a stronger connection to what you do because you will be more focused and aware of it. And you'll be able to achieve the things that you're here to do on a much easier level. It will come forward um, in a, I don't know, I keep hearing the word in a new and enhanced way. And it sounds silly the way I just said it, but it's very true. When we become fully anchored in our body, we chose our body to come here. A lot of us have different feelings about our bodies. Some of us may not like our body. Some of us may um, have a hard time loving our body. I'm one of those. I'm, I'm one of those people that have really um, detached myself from my body because of different things that have happened in my life. But now that I'm learning to get back present in with my body and to call all those parts and pieces that I allowed to leave, when I call them back to me, and when I'm able to become present and fully focused, grounded and anchored in with the earth, I am able to connect and, 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 and do things so much more clearly. So for example, I was communicating with a beautiful dog and before I started, I normally prepare, I energetically prepare. And normally what I do is I connect in with the earth and I anchor in. And then I connect to using my super conscious mind. I connect to that super conscious divinity. I connect to that beautiful, bright and, uh, bright and beautiful star that, that contains the wisdom and the knowledge so that my soul for for lack of better words, my soul can then hop on the telephone with the animal soul as well. And as I do this, I do a breath of balance so that I'm connected above and below so that I can be grounded yet connected to that space that is outside of my physical being. And as I do that, I then, whoops, sorry, I hit my microphone there. As I do that, I then am able to receive that divine information, to hear that animal's voice, to be able to receive those images and pictures and feelings, to be able to share forward uh, their messages and the information that they are sharing. And that worked really well for me. However, now that, and I was talking about before I connected with this beautiful dog in communication, I now make sure that I'm connecting, you know, grounding in, that I'm connecting above, but that I've called back all those parts and pieces of me that I've put out to other places, knowingly or unknowingly. I've called them all back and I've asked the spirit and the soul that has come here to live this lifetime experience as Mary Beth Haynes to become fully present within this physical body. And does it ever make a difference? I am able to become clear and focused. I sound like a broken record, I know. I've said this five times already in the last, I don't know, five minutes. But I'm able to become that, that state where I can connect in with that animal even more deeply because I am here now 
and full and full of, of, of the spirit and the soul that I am. I become in my body. And do you want to know something? The more that I am in my body, the more I am beginning to love my body more because I can feel it more. I am more conscious of it and I am feeling more safe on this earth. Whereas when I was five years old, something happened to me that taught me and I, I decided that I was not safe on this earth because of that incident of happening. And because I took that as I'm not safe on this earth, it was easier for me to not be present within my body. It was easier for me to be out somewhere else. And so when we do anything, when we do anything, if we can become fully present, and this is where I feel the animal's energy coming in again stronger, something that they want to help us with, something that they've come here to help us with. There are a lot of animals that have come to this earth to live their life and to show us. Do you notice how when you see an animal, there are a lot of animals that aren't anchored, that aren't grounded. I've had communications with animals that were very much outside of their body because of traumas and things that have happened. But I've also connected with a lot of animals that are very much in tune and very present within their body. Their spirit and soul are very much present. And that's why their wisdom and, and that, that wise um, connection comes through. And as they do this, they are here to help us learn how to do this as well. So even though I'm learning this from a gentleman named Jeffrey Allen, I really feel the animal's energy with us for this particular episode kind of like... Um, strengthening this to I'm being shown like how important this is I feel like I've just been talking for the last however long I've been talking about all this stuff but there really is a purpose to all of this the animals are telling me there's a reason why I felt inspired to talk about all of these things because it was the animals that were helping to kind of place the syllabus for what this episode was all about does that make sense and animals, I, animal energy, I thank you for that. Because when I hit record and I just start talking, I don't know what's going to come out. In this particular episode, I knew that I was going to be talking about certain things like the medulla oblongata. Um, I knew that there was, you know, some talk about the mouth of God and, and life force energy because I was able to bring that research that I did with me but how this has all come together, I really feel has been soulfully led by beautiful, beautiful, the, the collective animal energy, the, the angelic presence, the guides that are here with us, the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. And I just shared this information with you because it feels to me like if this knowledge or education or information can be shared forward, maybe there's a piece or a part or a whole that might resonate with you, that might speak to you in realization of some of the things that maybe you're looking for support in. So I know like I explained, you know, all of this happened at the base of my spine, or sorry, at the base of my skull where my, where my brain stem meets the the spinal cord and all of that stuff and then all of this come forward from there so you know that's just my personal experience with it but i bring this forward to ask where you are and how you're experiencing your life experience as the soul you are in the body you came here to live this life experience in to give education about the medulla oblongata, where it's located, and how spiritually it is looked at that space where that life force energy enters, and how we can become more connected to consciously experience our purpose and why we're here. And to realize maybe some divine truths that we've been searching or seeking for but haven't been able to find yet. 
So knowing about the medulla oblongata, knowing how that is a very powerful energy center within our physical body and as a physical part of our body has a very uh, specific purpose. It's a major connection point in our whole nervous system. To know that that life force energy can be strengthened and received through that space because that is the mouth of God. That is the eternal link between the human experience that we're having and the divine and the oneness of ourself with the creator. And then bringing that further, the animals really honing in and reinforcing that aspect of being present in the body, anchoring in with the earth. And once we're anchored in, it's kind of like bringing this anchoring cord or this grounding cord down into the earth. It could come from our root chakra. That's how Jeffrey Allen teaches it, coming from the root chakra, coming down and anchoring into the earth and then calling back all those pieces of us that we've chosen to have leave, that have left, right? During certain situations, certain traumatic events, certain times when we didn't even realize we gave part of ourselves away. We call that all back to us. And as we call back what is ours, when we call it back, we become present in our body. We become connected in this vehicle, in this vessel, this body that we've come here to experience life with. And from being anchored in, grounded in, fully present with our soul, our spirit in our body, so much more opens up for us. So much more healing, so much more awareness, so much more focused presence, and so much more the answers that we're seeking can come forward in such a more easier way. And this can help us with anything that we do. So if I'm communicating with animals, this helps me so much. If I'm having an issue with a friend or a family member, becoming present and, and, and working with this energy center helps me be able to work it through in a much different way because I'm fully in my body. And lastly, it also helps me be able to start to love my body again and appreciate it and what it does for me. I've been taking it for granted for so long and it felt so much better to be outside of my body than it did to be inside of my body. I'm learning what it's like now to be back inside fully and how amazing it feels. How it doesn't feel so heavy and dense anymore. How it feels light and free, right? Before when I was in my body, it felt heavy, dense. But now that I'm doing it in this way, I'm getting that life force back. I'm able to, to receive that prana, that life force energy, and I'm able to feel good, light, and free. And I, I, I hope that this information can be helpful for you. And maybe if it's not now, maybe it will be at some point. I share this information forward from my heart with the intention of the purest and highest love and the purest and highest light. And I really thank the Collective Animal Energy for sharing this with us as well because those animals that are very much present in their, in their body, their spirit and their soul brings forward so, so much wisdom and so much guidance. And because of them being fully connected in with their body, they're able to live their life purpose. And when I see them do it, it's like it just seems so easy to them. It just seems to come so natural to them. Well, why can't it be the same for us? It can. I think we just need to come back to, to what our, our full and perfect being is. 
if that makes sense. <sighs> yeah. So, what does all this mean? It's a good question. I feel inspired to ask the question. Having this information, learning maybe some new things or maybe being reminded of some things by listening to this information that you've just listened to. What does that mean for you? Is there anything here that you can take a a nugget or two from? Is there something here that will help you be able to move into your full purpose to receive that life force energy that maybe has been lacking or missing and to be able to support you in understanding how you can get that back. And that is becoming present in the body. I think what I'll do is I will record a section here at the end as we're completing our time together of an exercise that you can do to become fully in your body. This is... Um, again, what I've been learning from Jeffrey Allen. And so I do not claim that this is, you know, this is not mine. This is what he has been teaching me. Um, It is mine to use and it is mine to utilize and it's been helping me so much and therefore I feel comfortable using it to be able to share with you and maybe it will help you as well. So Let's take a minute. If you're driving right now, please turn this off. I don't think it's a good idea to do this while you're driving. You want to be doing this in a space where you can dedicate time to you. A space where you can have quietness. A space where you don't have a lot of distractions. And a space where you can give yourself this gift. So... Stand by and let's move into becoming fully present within our body. This is an energy technique that I've learned from someone named Jeffrey Allen and it's a technique to assist you with personal presence, a way for you to feel calm and relaxed, focused and clear, and a way that you can utilize your purpose to make your ideas and wishes and why you're here, a reality. Grounding is for anchoring your spirit and your energy into your body. And by doing this, it starts to heal your physical energy bodies right away. To ground or anchor is a really important core practice, especially if you work with energy. When we're not anchored or grounded, we typically can feel empty unsure or uncertain. We could even feel anxious. So we just start to imagine connecting that energy center called our root chakra, which is located at the base of our spine, down into the earth. And it's as simple as that. And when we do this, we start to feel better. So if you can imagine a wide grounding cord that is as wide as your body, connecting you deeply into the earth, you will feel more present and more grounded. And doing this very simple thing is how you can get up to 90 or even 100% of personal presence. So let's try this together 
right now. Go ahead and close your eyes. Notice, where did you go? Just open your eyes back up again. <laughs> it's kind of like the world's shortest meditation doing that. And just kind of see what happened. You see, when we close our eyes, this is a cue for most of us to leave our body. So when you closed your eyes, you could have probably popped out and went somewhere. Did that happen to you? Okay, let's do it again, but let's do it a little bit different. Right now, I invite you to notice your breath with your eyes open. And now just pick a point on the breath and gently breathe your eyes closed. Now call back all your energy. Your energy from other times and places and events. Call it all back to you now. Become present right behind your eyes in a calm, relaxed way. And as you do that, breathe your energy that you've just called back into your body and into your cells. And notice your root chakra at the base of your spine. You may notice a little vibration or a pulse that comes out from this root chakra. It may be like a waterfall just coming all the way down in what feels best for you from your root chakra down into the earth. Going deep, deep down, anchoring you all the way to the center of the earth. And as you continue breathing, allow this grounding cord to anchor you in even deeper. Like a tree, like a tree trunk, imagine that grounding cord or that anchoring cord to become wider. Like a tree trunk that's as wide as your body. Now feel yourself filling up right back with the spirit of who you are, who you have come here to be in this particular body. Fill up with your spirit to 30%, now to 50%. See if you can fill that up, calling all those parts of you that belong to you, that are you, all the way back to you so that you are full to 90% of you. Feel the energy radiating in your heart, in your hands, in your feet. With presence, begin to release any pain and confusion. You don't have to give it any thought. Just set the intention. And just release any pain, any confusion right down that beautiful grounding cord into the earth. Don't worry about harming the earth. It's okay. Just let the earth help you release your pain and confusion. For the earth has a special way of being able to receive that and transmute it. And as you release your old energy and old memories or fears... Just give it all permission to release right now. Notice one more thing, something you didn't know that was there before. And give that permission to release down your grounding cord as well. Very, very good. Now take a deep breath. Extend your awareness into the room that you're in. Notice any stagnant or unconscious energy releasing from that room. For that room is now grounded as well. Any new distractions, old memories, anything that's ready to go. So allow it go down that room's grounding cord. And just let them release easily.
And notice, is there more space now for you to be present in your body? Just be aware of your body, being present behind your eyes, and giving yourself permission to maintain this strong presence in your body. And now smile. Be grateful for your body, for the spirit that now fills your body, that is yours, that is you, that is there to help you love your body, that is there to help you love being in your body, that is there to help you love being here on planet Earth. Beautiful. And now breathe your eyes open and enjoy the strong presence in your body today. Mm-hmm.